What's up and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy Roger. It gets louder every time. And Dude. I am your good buddy Brandon. We're recording in the middle of the day for once, so I have uh, I have tons of energy. We got a different level of Roger I, right I have now. not gotten beaten down by the public all day in a but retail setting, nor same, have you. Same, same. You know, it's different. I'm wearing I'm wearing regular ass clothes. Still got the khakis on. I've yeah. just I've just consigned myself to being a khaki boy now. I'm feeling feeling lighter. I'm feeling clearer. We have what you might call a whole new Roger. A whole new me. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, we're not doing any reviews today, though, Roger. Instead, we're getting to it. It's about that time. Welcome once again to the third annual Good Buddies Best Of. Actually, right. nobody's here. Nobody's okay. here. Literally, nobody's here. But if they were, and we weren't in a horrible <laughs> worldwide, yeah. Sp- yeah, particularly United States, particularly Texas, particularly our fucking county. Yeah, God, it's, it's not good. Anyway, but, you know, in a, in an entire year where it was very hard to get any semblance of a bone tossed at you, we're trying to find the best of the best in anime. Now this. Is this the best of list for everybody? No, it's our own personal ones. Is it, uh, your so opinions the, may vary. In, in the in the thumbnail, it might say best of, but this is our own personal opinion. So you know, as is any best of. Let's be real. If if yeah, if you're gonna add us, just be sure to that you're adding what you think was better in the comments. We yeah, man. Know. Uh, yes, indeedy. But we're gonna start out not with the best animes. We're saving we're saving the best for last. Uh-huh. Indeed, we're gonna start with. Our best openings and endings, starting with specifically the best openings yes. this year. Roger, why don't you go first, man? Tell me about it. What is it? We, we got two different top. We got different top ten lists. Each of five. Sorry, top five lists. Yeah. Each of us have our own top fives. There may or may not be some overlap. We'll find out. Yeah. Usually there is a little overlap. Maybe a little but, you bit. Know, that's what makes it fun. Why don't you tell me about it, big boy? Okay. With um, number five. Number five. Uh, my number five opening is Digimon Adventure 2020. That is uh, Mikakunin Hikosen by Takeyoshi Tanimoto. It's a cool opening. Uh, it is a very cool opening. Uh, we we did talk a little bit. We did a, one of the Is It Worth Watching uh, This on the channel. Um, and one thing that I really did like was the opening. And I brought it up in there because they do a perfect level of, you know, calling back to mm-hmm. that original, that very first season of Digimon where you even get Ty spiraling down in, into the digital world. Part. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool. You even get little glimpses of the uh, like the Digimon V pets or whatever. Nice. Uh, they, it's very cool. It's it's a big throwback, but it is also very flashy. Real nostalgic. It, uh, the song jams and it gets you right into you know this new updated Digimon that they're gonna do. It, it's it shows exactly what you're about to get in this show, and what it is is a nostalgia filled but new story. Mm-hmm. Super fun trip back into the digital world as it's being retold essentially you know we're starting with the original digidestin in there mm-hmm. uh they are going through some of the arcs the iconic arcs from the series but it's through a different lens and they're written a little bit differently Altogether, right. the show ends up very fun i enjoyed it i told my little brother and a few other people about it they all enjoyed it um and without fail every single time that opening brought the show in hot uh, I was always excited and never skipped it, and that is why it is my number five. Very nice. All right. 
Uh, let me tell you about my number five. Mine is from a little show that uh, is this season, and this is something. Look, I'm going to talk about this a lot today. Recency bias. I I always struggle with these. Do I think this is good because it's this season? It's so recent, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I kind of struggle with where to put these on the list. But at number five, I've got the opening thing from. The Gymnastic Samurai. Mm. Uh, it's called Shanghai Honey, which is a song as made famous by Orange Range. You may remember them from like one of the first endings for that uh, Bleach show. But uh, this one, or openings maybe, but uh, this one is actually performed by the cast of the show, the cast of Taiso Samurai, Gymnastic Samurai. It's a lot of fun. They're dancing around. They're, uh, you, you get an introduction to all the characters. They got these like freaking little different color hoodies on. It looks like a super 90s like throwback music video. It's very, very fun. Uh, cool introduction to the characters. Really cool song, Rippin' and Roarm. That show just wrapped up. Um, I actually watched the last episode today. It only went to 11 episodes, which I'm fine with. Keep it compact if you can. Uh, last episode didn't have the regular opening or ending because of the last episode. Her, her. But a lot of fun. Super cool show. I really enjoyed it, and I really love this opening. It's rad. Nice, man. How about your number, Fizzity 4? Before I get to 4, it is, it is worth saying that this year... The middle two seasons, the mm-hmm. spring and summer, were not as filled out as what the uh, winter and fall seasons yeah, that, were. You're right about so that. So that's kind of why, because I have several from the new season two mm-hmm. uh, across my list, and that that's pretty much it. Is because the uh, the spring and summer seasons didn't have yeah just, a lot a lot yeah. of stuff got shut down. They, got they delayed, had to come back. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what that Promised Neverland opening is going to be like? Oh God, we'll find uh, out next year. Well, let's get on to it, baby. What about that fizzy four? My number four is uh, the opening for Jujutsu Kaisen, which is Kai Kai Kitan by Eve. I really struggled to not put this one on the list. Uh, It's very flashy. It reuses a little bit of animation throughout Mm -hmm. the show in and out, but it's so well done. And then it shows... What is really cool about it is it's another anime that does these real-world places, Mm -hmm. and it pretty much scales them. So each, you know, when you see the different characters standing on a building or they're at a pond or they're in a subway... Um, all of this can be found in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's all uh, scenery there. Some of it, you know, I don't know how meaningful or iconic the scenery is in some of it. I, I imagine some of it is pretty damn because mm-hmm. it looks really good. But, you know, how, you know, th- there's a there's a tunnel at one point, but they recreated the tunnel, which is, yeah. you know, it's very cool. Uh, and also, Eve, the band is so good. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, I've had that one stuck in my head for a few uh, years now. Eve also did some other songs. Notably, they did the, uh, I believe, the second ending song for Doro, mm-hmm. um, which was one of my favorite endings last year. Uh, the band the band is awesome. The, the guy has great vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, and, you know, it's another, you know, none of these I, were entrances that I would skip, but this was one that I felt was very strong, um, especially with the the, fi- the fish swimming at the bottom or whatever, just the, yeah. the aesthetic of it. Yeah. And then it jumping and the face snapping out. It's mm. very, very catching. It makes you wonder, you're like, okay, what is going on here? Mm. Um, and it really shows you a, a brief taste of what you're going to get in the episodes to follow, which is very fun. Yeah. But... Then again, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen is so next level fun with all the references and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it's kind of only fitting that they have references to the real world in that opening. It's mm-hmm. it's cool. It's very cool the way they did it. The song is really good, and that is why it is my number four. That animation is sick too. It is I, really good. I Mappa killed it, dude. That bit where like Homegirl like snaps and the nails like catch blue fire in front of her. Yeah, fucking rad. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah. Good call. Very good call. Uh, for my number fizzy four, I went with another one from this season. Uh, it is the opening for Akudama Drive. It's called STEEL, all caps with two exclamation points, by the band, and I'm sorry for yelling, SPARK SOUND SHOW. Again, all caps with exclamation, two exclamation points <laughs> after each word. And it's all, like, squished together. Really, so Akudama Drive is a really wild show that I will admit I was kind of downplaying it uh, at the beginning of the season because I was like, it's very flashy. I don't know if it's going to work for me, whatever. It has since climbed the ranks to be one of my favorite things this season. Uh, Really great show. Uh, I am am enjoying it a whole, whole bunch. And the opening is absolutely like balls to the wall, slamming, rock hard. It's rad. Uh, You got little dancing robots in there. They're doing this thing. Um, There's bits where like you see each of the characters and it's all like, it's dark, but then it goes these crazy neon colors. You see each of them. Again, a very violent show. So, like, you'll see a character, and then there'll be a flash, and you're seeing that same character, but they're splattered with, like, neon green or purple or something, like like it's blood on them. It's really wild looking. And it also does one of my favorite things when animes do this, when anime openings do, or endings do this, where it changes as the show progresses. There's bits toward the end where you'll see, like, each of these characters with, like, this weird static going on behind them. And then four or five episodes in, things are revealed. New characters show up. New some characters leave, and those those uh, little staticky bits become clearer, so you can see exactly what's happening. It gives you these really cool insights into the stuff. The song absolutely rips and rocks. Um, it's a lot of fun, man. I, you still haven't watched Talking Up Drive, have you? I have not. Uh, you got to at least get an episode or two in you, man. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, again, one that I didn't think I was going to like at all and ended up being one of my favorites this season. Uh, the theme from that one, again, is called Steel, uh, and it's rad. Absolutely rad. But, Roger, we're breaking into the top three. What is getting the bronze medal for you this year on anime openings? All right, man. This is a, you said that was one that you, you didn't think you would like, but you ended up liking a lot more. Mm-hmm. This is one that I started out liking a whole lot, and then the, the show itself I ended up liking a lot less. Uh, but the opening cannot be not be denied, especially with all the work they put into it. Uh, it's the God of High School opening, mm. Contradiction. Now, this opening is unique because I kind of mentioned Jujutsu Kaisen, I believe, used a little bit of in-show footage in there that they remastered. Mm. This one is largely comprised of in-show footage. And usually that's not a great sign for an opening. Yeah. Uh, but the way they they restyle everything, the way they do the colors, and then they'll throw up the flashing billboards and lights, mm-hmm. along with this song that is, you know, I kind of hate the word, but I, I would I would refer to it as a very hyped song. Like it yeah. is, you know, it it builds and builds and builds until the bass drops, and then the fights are going crazy. You see all these characters that you know many of them don't have a whole lot to do with the show, mm-hmm. but you see them pulling out these wild fights, these yeah, wild maneuvers. I'm remembering Bat Book Boy. Yeah, you, you, how can you forget the girl that does the stunner? She does the stunner, yeah. straight up. <laughs> and, and they rip all that from the show, but they restyle and repurpose it into this with this song into something that really feels like a special mm-hmm. entrance. And it it's hard to deny that it gets you. You know, you're. By the end of that song and that opening, you're pumped for the show. You're pumped for what is to follow. 
even if it does fall apart in the last four episodes. But that is a conversation for another episode. Mm. Uh, I really, really <laughs> liked it. Uh, it's another, you know, MAPPA did it, I believe, and they MAPPA freaking killed it this year. Everything they've touched has been really good. So, um, I I like the opening to God of High School uh, a whole lot. It was just the thing that kind of held it back. Uh, you know, I, I struggled to put it at three over Jujutsu Kaisen mm-hmm. because of it falling apart at the end. But I felt I was like, okay, that's not totally fair. We're talking because, about the opening, not the yeah, show itself. Yeah, because because whenever I started out the show and I really right. liked it, I. You know, that opening was amazing for the fact that it was just an amazing opening. And then even as the show fell apart, yeah, the opening still rocks. Yeah, still rocks. It's still really good. Uh, you know, and it's even a solid music that I don't particularly care for, but it really broke for, uh, through for me. And that's, yeah. you know, that's what a good opening does. And that is why it's my number three. Brandon, what is your number three? Well, the number three for me, bronze medal. Uh, you know, I never like to, when we talk about the best animes, I don't like doing sequel series. But when we're talking about openings and endings... I'll give it a little bit of leeway, and that is why number three for me on uh, Best Anime Openings this year is, of course, Daddy Daddy Do by Masayuki Suzuki. That Mm -hmm. is the opening from season two of Kaguya-sama Love is War. That first season had one of my favorite openings ever. Uh, I, your boy, bought the single from CD Japan, had that hoe imported. Uh, And this one, you know what? It is a fine successor. Uh, Masayuki Suzuki absolutely can fucking belt it out. He's got a great voice, really fun, like kind of uh, old school pop kind of kind of feel to it with the horns and everything. It's like that kind of pop music that's also kind of classy and just a lot of fun. He's having a lot of fucking fun, and the opening itself is rad. You get uh, you got the whole crew like st- uh, going through the school, like um, uh, Chica's up front looking like a little Sherlock Holmes. They're looking for clues or something. Uh, you got Kaguya uh, call back to her being in the archery club, shooting arrows and things. Uh, it's all very fun, very flashy, very cute. It's just a good show and a good song. That show is really good at putting yeah. everything together. Yeah, they really they really pull it all in. Um, you didn't watch season two, did you? I have not watched it yet. All right, you, you, if, if you do manage to check it out, man, I, I, think you're gonna have some I fun. definitely it is high on my my to do mm-hmm. to watch list. And that is that is yet another one that does uh, not the opening, but the end. Well, maybe the opening. I know for sure the ending changes throughout the show. Um, I'd have to look up and see if the opening does. But uh, yeah, as they introduce more characters, you know, different things happen, etc., mm-hmm. etc. It's a lot of fun, man. And I just I love I really like that series, Kaguya-sama Love as well. Yeah, it's so. really fun. Had, I love the had, first season. I can't wait to watch the second. Had to get my boy. Masayuki Suzuki in here. The dude's just too cool. Uh, and that's the bronze medal for me. What is the what's taking number tizzity tizzity two for you, my boy? Number two, it is the opening for Inspector. It's called Mononoke in the Fiction by Lie and a Chameleon. Very cool show. Uh, yeah, the show is very cool. The opening, it is where I said in the uh, the God of High School didn't have a style of music that really normally appeals to me. Mm-hmm. This one does have a style of music. <laughs> it, it jams. Uh, the the vocals are lightning fast. They're very bright. The guitar is nice and gritty, uh, and the action playing in the background is awesome. And it gets you. It's another one that does a great job of giving you a sense of the show. Uh, you know, you're gonna see these crazy monsters and stuff crawling out of there. You're gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see the main character falling down and her eye flying out. Um, just a whole bunch of of different cool scenes that they tie back into the anime. And this one works largely on, uh, you, from what I remember, 
it, it has its own original mm -hmm. style or whatever. You know, it has its own original frames drawn out for this opening. Mm -hmm. uh, they really went the extra mile on it. And the song just just rips. Um, the end song for it is quite good, too. But uh, the opening, it made my playlist, my anime playlist that I listen to my car quite frequently pretty fast. Uh, this song was one of my favorite songs of the year. It rocks. Uh, yeah, you definitely should check it out if you haven't. That was Mononoke and the Fiction by Lai and a Chameleon. That is the Inspector opening. And that gets my silver medal. It was my number two. Brandon, what is your number two? My number two uh, is one that, I'll be honest, I finished this show and... I, the show was very cool. The ending didn't quite do it for me. But it, I feel like in terms of if we're talking about an opening that not only has good music and great animation, but also gives you a general, not only an introduction to the characters, but a feel for what you're about to watch, I don't think you can do too much better than the opening for Pet, which is Chono Tobu Suiso. I'm probably saying that wrong, mm -hmm. by Toru Kitajima. That's TK from, what's the band? Uh, Ling Tosit Sigure. Yeah. Uh, they did the uh, a lot of openings and stuff for e iconic shows like... Um, mm -hmm. Oh, it just slipped my head. Uh, oh, yeah. The guys with the Dominator guns. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Brandon, no. talk about it. I'm going to find out what it is. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. He's going to find out what it is. This is a, this, this opening, like, say what you, I know a lot of people weren't into this one, and I know some people don't love dude's vocals. I think they're pretty cool. Oh, they're, they're very, very good. They are, if nothing else, they are very unique. It is impossible to deny that. And my Psychopath. Dude, there you go. My dude absolutely rips it and rocks it. The song is rad. The feeling you get of what is real what is fake this despair this the inability yes. to trust yourself yeah is inherent to the show and it is very well portrayed in this opening i will say one thing this song's maybe two minutes longer than it needs to be if you listen to the whole thing yeah there i actually do like the whole thing but there, like, it, there is this almost instrumental section in the middle yeah. where it is a repeated it sound like, yeah like yeah. that thing here's the thing here's the thing what really at first i listened to the whole thing and i was like all right we got to the chorus hell yeah hell yeah is it it's still going and it went on for another like two or three minutes and i was like huh here's the thing that is because i was thinking as a rock song if you go in thinking this is like a little anime opening rock song it's gonna be great you're not gonna have a good time if you listen to the whole thing if you think i'm gonna listen to some crazy ass japanese prog rock that gets weird and different, mm -hmm. you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, I, I kind of, uh, Ling Tosidia Sigure, I kind of relate them to one of my favorite bands, which is Coheed and Cambria. Yes. Very unique vocalist. Uh, can't get loud, but man, the instruments, you don't know where it's gonna go often. The mm -hmm. first time you're listening to some of the songs, and uh, God dang, is it, it really fills out a whole lot of atmosphere. It's a great, and it's And really what I, else I like about that opening uh, is that it gives these very I'll, I'll call back to this in a later list or whatever but it gives these very expressive images yes uh, expressive where you know as yes. somebody that experiences anxiety mm -hmm. and has you know deals with with a with a panic disorder uh there is a certain level of you know like i can look at these faces towards the end where they're like slowly creeping their hands to their faces or whatever, mm -hmm. and it looks like they're detaching, and that is kind of what happens whenever you have a panic attack or something. Yeah. yeah. Is there is a certain level of detachment where you don't feel like you're part of this world anymore, mm. it's, or, or there's you're, there's two separate yous, and this really 
encapsulate mm-hmm. the, the, this feeling, and it's impressive that they did that. It's surprisingly real. Yeah, yeah. It uh, like it blew my mind. That's what set it over the top for me. I was like, wow, this is this is good stuff. Like how how they managed to capture that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And, and which you know isn't a great feeling, but you, all the all the same, you know, it needs to be documented in such a way that you can express things yeah, like Yeah, the fact this. that they're yeah. able to do it, whether it's good or bad, though, that fact that they're able to capture it is very impressive. Yeah. And that's why it's my number two, Roger. Uh, my number one is uh, the opening for Pet. It's called Cho no Tobu Suso by TK from Ling Tosite Sigre. Uh, and you heard it all, man. You got your ass. I, yeah. I really, I really, I said at the very beginning of the year that this is going to be, be. this is the opening to beat. And I only feel like there is one song the entire year that beat that opening. Mm -hmm. And it is going to be in our next list. Oh, okay. That's something to look forward to then. Uh, Hell yeah, Beagle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if y'all can hear that, but Beagle's having a fit in the other room. Uh, But yeah, so that was my number two, your number one, and my number one. I mean, I had to give it to him. It's Easy Breezy by Chel Miko for me. Very good one. I really love that song. I love the show. Maybe I'll talk about it later. But I really, really enjoy Easy Breezy by Chel Miko. Easy Breezy. Dun, 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 you know what's funny breezy. is I had I had friends at work that hadn't even watched that show that knew that song. Really? That's yeah. rad. Yeah. Yeah. It, it picked on pretty fast. Uh, people, people really seem to enjoy it. But yeah, I remember um, when that show came out, I was like, I really love the song. I was looking up, like, trying to find it. Is it streaming anywhere, et cetera, et cetera, found it on YouTube, all that good stuff. And I feel like I, re- I remember finding, like, Chomiko's Twitter page or something and seeing that, like, it had released, like, just released or came out, like, a week after the show dropped or something. Like, it was a brand new single, mm-hmm. uh, which is freaking cool, for one, that they did that. But it also very... Like, it's just so much fun watching these little characters, like, dancing around and just having fun and doing their thing. Um, the animation is really, like, unique and fun. It's not like, it, it ain't no studio map of Jujutsu Kaisen level, like, smoothness or nothing, but it's just a lot of fun. And you're watching these characters, who you're gonna see have a lot of fun, just being goofy and goofing off and being the kids that they are. It is arguably one of the best um, like slice of life openings I've ever seen, just because it's so fun. And it's so goofy. it's so weird and different. Yeah, yeah. I it's like just it a lot. it's just so much fun. They're just they're just having a great time, which is exactly what I want to do when I'm watching this anime. Yeah, and yeah, I just love it. The song also rocks. It's like this poppy hip hoppy rap kind of thing, and it's just super cool. Like it's just super cool. It's been on my anime playlist since it dropped, and I still like every now and then I'll hit shuffle on there and be like. No, shuffle again, shuffle again, shuffle one more time, shuffle, 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 shuffle. Hey, easy breezy, and listen to that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of fun. That is my number one uh, anime opening this year, 2020. Man, Zozo's been a real bitch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But yeah. that uh, I think that about does it for the openings. Yep. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions you want to you want to bring up? Uh, Easy Breezy would have probably been one of them. Yeah. Uh, the opening for uh, Somali and the Four Spirit, very whimsical. Very fun. Feels like um, a Disney. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a really cute opening. I liked it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... I, I like the opening for Tony Kawa, too. It's pretty cute. Yeah, it's like a yeah. chill-ass, like, uh, what do you call, like, beat-dropping kind of... 
kind of dubstep thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. That was a cute one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think pretty much everything on your list, I would say, honorable mention for me, Jujutsu Kaisen is a, is a big one. There's a few others. Oh, the opening for uh, Opera Ranman, I liked a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, didn't quite make my list. If, if it was a top 10, it would definitely be in there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a decent amount of good stuff this year. Despite everything that's been going on and happened, there was a decent amount of good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I also apologize for if, if the cut in the middle of Brandon's number one is weird. Beagle Buddy was losing his crap out there. And we, we do want to clarify this is not the Halloween episode. Yes, I am still a banshee, but we are not, that, <laughs> that was, we're not dead this time. That wasn't, that wasn't like, haha, we're going to do a funny joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Beagle Buddy was just using, losing his mind. I think someone like walked by the house or something. Yeah, he was, it was like, probably hey. somebody walking their dog. Yeah. And we don't have a blind on that window anymore because uh, Beagle Buddy tore it up. Yeah, it sounds like something he did. Yeah. Good old, good old Beagle. Yep. And put uh, some but that is the, the that's the openings for uh, the 2020 year. Uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about some endings? I would love to talk about some endings. Let me let me hit you with my uh, number five. Again, a top top five list from each of us, and uh, I think these are going to be eh, fairly different, maybe a little overlap. But I'm going to start with one that I don't think anyone but me actually watched this show, and that's okay, because I watched it, and I had fun, and it was a goofy little show that was pretty fun about a bunch of animal girls in a band. There's also some dudes show up. It's a fun time. Uh, apparently, it was like a, a reboot or a sequel series to some other thing I've never heard of, whatever. But the ending theme is from Show by Rock Mashumairesh. It's called Kimi no Rhapsody. And it is just like when you were in middle school and like you'd have one of those kind of pop rock girl bands come on the radio. It's perfectly that. It's just fun. And they're just singing their little song and dancing and playing their guitars. It's just a cute little song. It doesn't have to be all that great because it's just the end theme, but it does it does kind of rock, and I kind of love it, and it is on my anime playlist. So it's Paramore. Nah, I mean it's it's more bubblegum than Paramore. Okay, okay. Little little more bubblegummy, but uh, it's cute. It's very cute, and I love it. If you if you've ever if you play if you played uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and if your song favorite song on there like mine is also Bubblegum KK. <laughs> <laughs> that one you'd probably enjoy this Kimi no Rhapsody by Mashu Myresh. it is the band from the show it's a lot of fun nice it's just cute and I don't know if anyone else ever watched that or if they're gonna and if they did I'd love to hear about it but I liked it cute song cute show Roger what's your number five ending my number five ending is from the fourth season of My Hero Academia hell yeah it is shot baby by oh Ryo Kyoshuku. <laughs> We're gonna butcher these names. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I especially liked the the song is really fun. It's exciting, but there are all these really cool dynamics in the background. I always, I I tend to be drawn to endings more than openings sometimes because it takes a mm-hmm. lot more to make the credit scene interesting than yeah. it does. I feel like the very flashy opening scene that everybody always puts all of their stock into mm-hmm. uh, but you know if if a show really they really hit that ending man I always like to take note and uh, I do feel like this is the weakest entry on all of my list hmm. but the dynamic of all the photographs and stuff scrolling in the background of them being super happy as children or whatever and yeah. then and then 
to the justification of them essentially most of the characters lying in bed awake. I definitely was thinking about the second intro, not the closer. Sorry. It's okay, dude. From the corrections department, yeah. Brandon's dumb. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I, I do know what you're talking about. It's a lot of fun. I also love that like you get a kind of a picture of some of the characters we haven't really. Yeah, you don't really get with. to see. Yeah, like uh, the bunny girl. I think her name's like Mirko uh-huh. or something. She's in there. You see her very briefly during the show. Uh, apparently, she's going to be a bigger thing in the coming seasons, but looks fun. Yeah. But yeah, all of the all of the, the pin pictures from the festival and their childhood, and then, you know, then just the switch and them lying awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, with a, with a distressed look on their face, like, yeah. you know, the heavy stuff that they've had to live through thus far, as, you know, the school constantly is under fire, and their class in particular is under fire. Yes. Um, the way they really managed to express the the feeling or whatever with the switch of those happier days or whatever is is very cool and the song is really fun too yeah uh but yeah that's my number five that's the my hero academia season four second outro it's called shop baby by rio kyoshoku yeah super rad it's all one word there it's hard to say One you gotta, name. You gotta put some capitals in there yeah. so you can see the different syllables. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, man. Let me tell you about my number four. My number four for endings, uh, ju- just missed out on the top three, still a great track, is called Last Dance by Mamoru Miyamo. Again, probably gonna mess up these names. That is the ending theme for Inspector. The opening was on mm-hmm. your openings. The ending's on my endings. I love this track. It's a lot of fun. Uh, really jazzy. You know I love me some jazzy stuff. Uh, they hit the lick in there. If anyone doesn't know that, just Google the lick uh, or put it on um, YouTube, like the lick music. You'll find there's a weird thing where apparently everyone who's ever done an improvised jazz solo hits this little the same series of notes ever. And they hit it right at the end of this one. The saxophone's like so good um but yeah it's a lot of fun uh the music is great you're just watching the two main characters uh in this sort of like push and pull kind of dance they're doing uh which is very emblematic of their relationship where like she's pursuing him and he's like right. eh, kind of hot and cold on it but then they're like together and they're not and they're together and not they're just swirling around each other these two stars about to collide perhaps right it's a lot of fun very and metaphoric it, I, I especially like the the ending of it where you know it shows both of them mm-hmm. but the other is missing in their yes. perspective yes when, when they're together and now they're not god i hope we get a season two of inspector yeah i really but, liked uh, it yeah it's a great show but yeah i really enjoyed the ending on that one uh, again that is last dance by mamoru miyamo great track it is on the spoofy check it out mm-hmm. it's rad uh, what's your number three, babe? Or sorry, your number my four. My number four. My bad, is, my bad. I'm uh, getting ahead of myself. It's okay, man. Uh, my number four is the ending for Somali and the Four Spirit by hey. Kokoro Somali, or it's Kokoro Somali by Inori Minase. Very fun. Um, it is another, the very, the both songs are very whimsical. They're really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, the outro, I really liked because it, it did the CG thing, but mm-hmm. it did the CG thing where it does a lot of those really bright and almost translucent colors, similar to... It, uh, to what's the the land of the lustrous or yeah, whatever you'll it, have. it almost like masks the cg a little bit yeah so it's not as obtrusive yeah and they they also still use kind of that uh that geometrical mm-hmm. uh the shaping or whatever they use in the anime and it makes for a really cool visual as you know 
that show manages to create a father daughter or even you could you could look at it as a guardian child mm-hmm. uh, a relationship mm-hmm. and they put it in such a wholesome way to where everything in the show fires on all cylinders to get that point across mm-hmm. and the ending is no different as you know it's essentially them wandering up to you know watch some stars in the sky or whatever as she slowly goes to to grab his hand um very it's cute. it's very cute um the show is is heartwarming um i i really loved it uh if they do a second season that i'm i fear that i will be devastated oh no um but <laughs> it gonna make you cry yeah it might dude because they were they were they were trying in that first season man they were freaking trying because it had some heavy stuff but you get these really whimsical openings and this one is the ending and i I th- just thought it was really cute. It really ties into the show, uh, mm-hmm. and it really fills the whole thing out. Um, not not as well as some of my upcoming entries, which are about to be much stronger than these two, I feel. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm excited to get to those. But first, Brandon, why don't you tell me what your number three is? Number three for me, taking the bronze medal. Uh... This is one, so there's an interesting thing that sometimes these animes do, where even if it's just one season, they'll have multiple different endings. Uh, There's a few shows this season that did that, and my number three is the third uh, ending uh, from Dorohidoro, which not only (laughs) did they have multiple endings, but this one takes an extra step further and even is a video game reference which yeah. you know we love there, there, there are two there's of them there's a couple that yeah do. there are two of them that are done on the doom engine yes and this is one of those it's the one where i believe it's in is running around with a mushroom like fighting people and whatnot yeah. and turning them into mushrooms it's real goofy it doesn't even like it's not a it's not even that great a picture of the show. It's yeah. just kind of this goofy thing they did, but the song is fun. But it kind of, it is a picture because it's weird as hell. Because it's weird as hell and it's chaotic and that's the show. <laughs> that's the show, baby. It's a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed that show. Um, I feel like the CG kind of, you know, took a lot out of it for mm-hmm. me, but I enjoyed that show a lot and yeah. this I, was a really fun ending. Yeah, that was one that I, I did like a lot more towards the end. Mm-hmm. It got me excited for a second season of yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, damn, that show was weird. And those, those, there are like five outros for that song too. Yeah, there's like or for that there's show. like four or five. That's yeah. why I kind of didn't pick one because most of them only are are there for a blip and then they're mm-hmm. gone. But uh, I do remember those Doom Engine ones, and I really did like them. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. That song is called D D D D. That's four capital D's with periods between them. By No Name. That is. In parentheses K and then now name with a <laughs> with an underscore. <laughs> Y'all getting crazy with these band names and song names. <laughs> but that's D D D D, that's four D's, uh, by no name. Really, really fun song, really fun outro, really cool animation. I loved it. Yeah. Uh how about you, man? What's taking the bronze on you? Alright, here we go. Here we go. This one is from Higurashi When They Cry oh, Gal. God. Oh god. Uh, which is the current on uh ongoing season, the uh tie-in or extension essentially of uh when they cry and the song is called god syndrome uh i didn't i don't have the japanese title for you but it translates roughly to god syndrome and it's by ayane nice uh and the song itself is really awesome it immediately made my playlist uh it it swells into a very heavy moment where it goes into uh these very expressive pictures uh, kind of like what I talked about in Pet or whatever, but these are kind of more still images that are scrolling down, 
their uh, their painting esque of whatever of all the characters and the things you know the different troubles and stuff that that follow them. They're they're kind of the darker side to them or the the worst part of their history. Mm-hmm. Um, the feeling that the the song is able to convey with these images until the the day as a calendar counts down or whatever uh and everything is essentially just covered in blood mm-hmm. uh is is really awesome but it gives you you know it gives you your character as he goes mad it gives you Rena as as she's hiding from you know she's standing outside of her her father who essentially you know doesn't pay much attention to her or mm-hmm. whatever or uh, there's Satoko with her uncle who outright, you know, that's a child abuse story in, in full. Um, it's a dark show, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where Rena just wants, you know, she wants people to love. Satoko needs somebody. She needs, she's always looking for somebody to be her guardian, to take care of her. Uh, and she hides in fear behind her, her uncle. Uh, you got the Sanazaki sisters kneeling down, you know, showing off the, the fact that their family is essentially mafiosos. Um, uh, or Yakuza in Japan. Yikes, uh, it's it's awesome. Um, I Keiichi, where you know the iconic bat scene, where he's beaten his friends to death with a bat as he goes mad. Uh, the pictures are incredible, and um, I want to own all of them. <laughs> I I really want to. I need the the art for my room. Screen. Yeah, they're they're freaking amazing, and just tied in with the song, it really. Uh, for an anime that I wasn't even expecting, and then I got, and it was just so awesome from something that I loved before. Uh, I feel I had to really take back and think, am I just putting this on here because I really am fond of the series? Mm-hmm. And the answer to, is, I don't think so. Um, because I saw, I went and checked, I was like, I was like, well, what do other people have on their list or whatever? And this one was, you know, topping, not, not number one or anything, but it was hitting high in mm-hmm. their list too. So, um, yeah, you had a little validation. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to, you know, try to make sure that God knows I can gush about this show forever. Roger I just, go he had a moment of, am, am I just horny for this show or is it really good? And he yeah. Googled it and it turns out pretty good. Yeah. That outro is pretty <laughs> damn good. I actually think the outro is better than the intro. Hey, there you um, go. It's, it's very well done if you haven't looked it up you should just for the art alone uh and maybe that even that just seeing these really expressive images of these characters um will will kind of push you in the direction of watching it it's Mm -hmm. that powerful in my opinion very cool um so yeah check it out that is uh the higurashi when they cry gal uh god syndrome by ayani that was my number three brandon what was your number two my number two, you know, there's a thing these uh, animals will do, even if it's just one season, will have multiple different endings. Uh, and sometimes they're even video game references. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, this one is unlike the previous one. It is not from Dora Hidoro. I'm going with the second ending, because it had like three or four, and I'm like, this death. Okay. It's kind of weird for me. But it had a the second ending from Sing Yesterday for me. It's called Ayobashi, I think I'm saying that right, by Sayuri. And the song itself is very cute, very chill, kind of electro pop kind of thing. The thing that really does it for me is that while the credits are rolling on kind of the right third of the screen, the left two thirds of the screen is taken up by just a big old arcade machine. 
And on that arcade machine, you are seeing a Galaga-esque type of game, wherein rather than a little spaceship flying forward, or not even Galaga, what's the one where like you're actually flying over Gradius. the city? Gradius. It's more like Gradius. Uh, you're watching uh, a little, uh, little uh, pixelated version of Haru. Uh, Could also be Defender. Maybe. Uh, you're watching a little pixelated version of Haru Nanaka, who is one of the main characters from the show. And she's got a big old crush on this guy named Rikuo, who she's been trying to get uh, get at and convinced to like, hey, date me, date me, date me, date me. Um, and you're watching her fly over the little city, shooting little hearts to like get past these obstacles and blow up these little monsters. And then she encounters him and shoots him with hearts. And he's like, Ugh, and it's like boss defeated. It's like really cute. It's just a perfect little encapsulation of their relationship and all that. And then, minor spoiler alerts for the end of the little scene, she goes forward again, level two, sees him again, but he's with the other girl who he's crushing on, and she ends up getting shot by a bunch of, like, little robots or whatever and getting the game over. Oh, no. But is that what happens in the show? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. you watch it. I really enjoyed Say Yesterday for Me, uh, Sing Yesterday for Me. It's a super cute show that... I really liked it. Nice. I, the, I'll say that, like, I will admit that, um, like with most things where there's a love triangle or, in this case, parallelogram going on, um, maybe everyone doesn't end up with who you want them to end up with, and that's fine. Um, but I really enjoyed the show. It was super cute, and it's just a good little melodrama that also had some fun moments and funny moments in it. Check out Sing Yesterday for me. I really enjoyed that show. I really love this ending. It's super cute. It's really fun. Check it out. Again, that is uh, by Sayuri. The song is called Ao Bashi, A-O-I Bashi by Sayuri. Super cute. And uh, that's my numero dos, so uh, Roger. What you got for me? My number two <laughs> is... Would I mean, it certainly... It would be number one. He's really had, got. He's really got to roll this had, one back. Had it not been up against the best song of the entire year, the All best right. outro, and we will get the to best that. anything music-wise of the entire year, and we will get to that. But what's your number um, two, baby? My number two is the ED for Talentless Nana. Okay, it's called Bakimon uh, to Yobarate, and uh, that translates roughly to "Known as a Monster." By Chiai Fu, uh, Fujikawa. Ooh. And god dang this song. I almost feel like this song is slept on because this one I did not see in a lot of lists. It's fine. Um, I like it. I think it I think it A it rocks and B it, they do this thing where it it's so perfect. The little the little uh guitar riff going into the where the phone flickers on and you hit the credits proper. Sometimes they let that start playing before the episode is mm. over. And it adds just, uh, I was talking about it on our Discord, this extra little punch to mm -hmm. that to that ending to really make you feel like, oh, wow, this whole, you know, the it makes the cliffhanger so much heavier, I feel like, uh, that it, it keeps you to where you can't wait to see the next episode. Yeah, dude. Um, and it just, it's just that little, that lead in right into the outro and they don't do it every time sometimes it just goes on in the phone flickers or whatever and you get all the pictures of the the different characters or whatever and then you know these darker images of nana flashing back and forth mm -hmm. uh i can't say too much about it because i want i don't want to uh spoil, spoil anything yeah but just know that the outro i think is amazing it's very the good. way that they wrote it and they placed it is uh 
freaking next to perfect. It's mm -hmm. it's so good, and like I said, it just adds that extra impact for me. I don't yeah. know if it does it for other people, but I I was I'm always impressed by the placement of it. They just mm -hmm. nail it every time. Um, and as a guy that tries to spend time to put our even our stupid outro for our show <laughs> at the perfect place, so how that, dare you? First of all, so it, our it, outros are amazing. Yeah, it's true, they are great. But I try to put them at the perfect place or whatever, and this show it really gets me. Yeah, and I get it, and I freaking you hey, are look. you are impressed by the editing skill. <laughs> I love the show. I love this outro. Um, it, the outro I definitely think is better than the intro for Talentless Nana. Sure, and uh, it I made like my it. anime playlist for sure. I'd never skip it. Um, it is worth checking out. If you haven't checked out Talentless Nana, watch do it. it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Do Try it. not to talk to anybody about it. Just watch it. Watch it. Yes. Watch it. I will also say, like again, without spoiling anything, I do enjoy that outro because it kind of gives you a sense of uh, like the weight of what's happening. Yes. And uh, maybe a tinge of regret. Yeah. But it's uh, it's really cool. And I'm telling you, dude, that outro, that little lead in before it's it kicks very... in, <laughs> I that adds to it, man. The editing. Yeah. The editing. The editing. <laughs> the the prowess. <laughs> My boy. Uh, I love it. That's the Talentless Nana outro. It's uh, Bakemon no Yabarete, uh -huh. uh, known as a monster by Chiai Fujikawa. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good show. Now we're down to the number one. Numero uno. Dude, I mean, I feel like we know. I feel like if you guys want to guess right now, we'll give you a second to post in the comments. Think about it. What one, do you think it is? Two, a one, two, three. Let's just say it at once. Lost in paradise. Uh... <laughs> It's the it's the outro for Jujutsu Kaisen. It's so good. It is so it's damn so good. good. The animation's rad. It's they all should like, just run the whole damn song for this outro. It's just sketchy, like this this little artsy style. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, with like marker painting and whatnot. You got all the characters just dancing. Yeah, and you got fun. you got a uh, you got the main characters uh, rubbing that wuno into his hair. That yeah, pomade. Man, gotta get that pomade, baby. <laughs> gotta get, gotta get it to perk up. How do you think Naruto does it, baby? Yeah. Come on now. But yeah, you got the pomade. You got homeboy just walking through. He doesn't even dance. He's got his dogs with him. He's like, whatever, man. You got homegirl with them big ass boots and her big ass. I love shopping, her goofy man, shoes. Just swanging and having fun. Yeah. You got the fake ass. Uh, what's his name? I can't. I can never remember his name. But you got fucking blindfold boy coming yeah. through. Just like, uh. Goju. Yeah. He's like straight up grooving, doing one of these yeah. with his with his one top button done like a fucking cholo. Yeah. You son of a bitch. I love it. I freaking love it. I, I love, love it. The color is rushing off of the the yes. characters the whole time. Too. Yes, it's uh, so good. It's so stylistic, and man, the song freaking bumps. It's very fun. It is. Oh my god, it is. It's the best song of the entire uh, anime. It's year. a jam. It's a yeah, jam for sure. It rocks. It's uh, a jam. And that is that is Lost in Paradise by Ali featuring Aklo. Yes. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't say enough good things about it. It's just so fun. I'm gonna be devastated whenever it inevitably switches, which yeah. I think is about to happen. Yeah, because this one is getting 24, right, for the yeah. first season. So, yeah, we're we're right, right up on it. Yep. Oh, boy. But, yeah, super fun, super fun show, super great intro and outro. That outro, absolutely ripping rocks. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just good stuff. Yeah, it's and very good. I think with that, we have uh, gotten to the end of our uh, intros and outros. Yep. And uh, we're going to be moseying on into our absolute number one best straight up of the year. Yeah. Um, you got anything else to say before we hit it? You got any, you got any honorable mentions for the outros? Um, outros? I actually don't. I struggled. You think, you think they were kind of slacking? I struggled. MHA was was a kind a, of a last minute. Yeah, kind of a, you know, Aww. like, all right, there we go. We're, you're getting it. Constellation. <laughs> yeah. 
you, you slid oh, in there no. by default because I couldn't think of something better. There's a there's a few that there's a few. I more actually I do uh, I do really agree with the uh, the inspector outro that yeah. you had mentioned or whatever. I it just didn't come to mind. Yeah, probably because I'd already thought about it being on my on o- intro, opening yeah. list. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the outro for inspector. That's a good one. Um, pretty much everything on your list would be an honorable entry for me. I will also say uh, again. Honorable mention, Operatonmon. If it was a top ten, it'd be in there. The in- outro for that one, no animation. It's just the credits rolling, but it's this little like. So the whole the whole thing with that show is that they end up in America and they're doing this big trans-American race going from California to like New York or something, and they they spend a lot of that show like driving through the desert, very wild west kind of stuff. And the outro is just this like. It's called some, I'm Nobody. It's some chicken picking. It's some chicken picking. It's called the song's called I'm Nobody, and Homeboy just comes in like. It's like very country. It's very fun. That sounds like something I need to listen to. You should check it out. I think you'd like it a lot. It's um, a lot of fun. I, I an honorable mention for me would be the ending song for High School Girl as well. Oh yeah. Uh, that oh, yeah. song had very cute openings and outros throughout the whole thing. All of them were really good. Um, I I don't know. I guess it it's a really good song. I could have put it as my number five. Mm-hmm. Why I did I? Why I didn't do it? I don't know. But um, I think it, it, it's more or less because it ties so close in with the first season. Since it's like a direct, you know, High School Girl two is directly picks up where it left off. So you know, High School Girl feels like it's one cohesive thing, mm-hmm. not a seasonal thing right. or whatever. There's no like big it, arc. It all runs together. It is. It yeah. It is one show and i think that's what kind of what kept yeah. me from from using it as, i get you as any of my picks but you know i i loved high school girls it's cool oh, to reflect i'll also bit. say um the outro for uh gymnastic samurai i like that one a lot too it actually honestly kind of gives me a little bit of the lost in paradise vibe it just isn't as it's way more chill the song it's a very i feel like it's a similar style song but it's way more chill not mm-hmm. not as like pumping and uh, the animation for that one, I really love because it's not a lot of movement. Um, it's just this art. It's like little pictures of uh, this character, Leo, from the show. Just, you know, chilling at a cafe, walking around, etc., etc. It's all very chill. He's like wearing a hoodie. It's super chill. But the thing they do with the colors, like everything's like these not full-on psychedelic. They're kind of muted and pastel. But... Like, it's one of those where, like, they draw it and, like, you know, his hair's kind of green and his face is kind of pink. But then it's, like, got these blue shadows or these, like, brighter yeah. green shadows everywhere that just really, it's really hey, cool Hey, man, art. I can point you to plenty of good outros with just oh, yeah. static images, oh, yeah. pretty much. There's I mean, a lot, including I had, your I had one on my list, but, I mean, yeah. look you know, look no further than the, the outro for the outros for Outlaw Star. Yeah, obviously. Or for Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. the real folk blues. There's a lot of good stuff. But yeah, I I really like the outro for that one. It didn't quite make my list. That's uh, the outro for uh, Gymnastic Samurai, Taiso Samurai. Really great. And with that, we're going to go ahead and move on into our uh, next little bit here. That is the straight up best Aminés of 2020. Yeah. In a rough year, man. It's been a rough a year. A rough year and Zozo, a year of delays. Zozo really, really bent us over and gave it to us, man. 2020, Zozo, you are not messing around. Yeah. But we found some gold in this turd of a year. We sure <laughs> did. And uh, with that, let's go ahead and hit it, baby. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first this time. I feel All right, baby. Yeah. Give me uh, your number five. My number five is Inspector. 
Hell yeah. Uh, it both made our you know, opening and outro list, uh, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the uh, outro. outro, and I had the opening. But the show itself is amazing. It's a great show. These little, these essentially little yokai or whatever that uh, that our main character she speaks to, um, that nobody else can see, and they have a real world effect or little tricksters or whatever. Mm-hmm. She is their mouthpiece. She yes. she is the problem solver. Whenever one of them is causing trouble or something, she is there to to fix it. She is essentially a ghost detective slash mediator. Yeah, she is the Yu Show. She is the Yu Yu Show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even even the spirits have problems that need to be solved. Yeah. <laughs> and then we you get into the character, her love interest, who uh, turns out can see the same things that she can. Even though he is um, not particularly blessed. Yeah, he do, he doesn't these. yeah, he doesn't feel he yeah, he isn't he just straight up isn't blessed. It yeah, was he, kind of forced onto him. It was forced upon him and who boy. Yeah, it it His ruined, backstory fucking sucks. Yeah, it, it <laughs> ruined a relationship that he really cherished. Yeah. But through the ruining of that relationship, uh our main character, she got her chance. Uh and, hey. as they kind of form a team and start to work together to deal with these uh little creatures and spirits. And which ultimately goes into a larger arc of this bigger spirit that is actually killing people mm-hmm. um which is uh nanase steel lady nanase the steel lady nanase she got a fun dress and some big old titties yes she sure does <laughs> that's not even like that's not even like us saying it that is a plot point that she has big old titties. yeah it really is god it really is <laughs> uh it got her to where she was and essentially she was born of rumors on the internet, pretty yes. much. She had died, she had passed away, and the rumors that swirled around her death created this monstrosity that is now, in fact, impacting the real world it's a classic via killing thing. people. It's a classic thing. Like, the more you believe in a thing, the yeah. more real it is. And the, the, whole, the whole fix behind it is that they have to solve this mystery to, mm-hmm. to figure this whole thing out. So to unravel how the rumor got started, who was starting the rumor, why it got started, how she died... All these episodes meld together to solve this larger mystery and to ultimately release this uh, troubled creature from its chains and release it from the world to where it is no longer injuring people. Because these creatures can live in the world in harmony mm-hmm. with people. They can. That is why she's the mouthpiece to help. She mm-hmm. she is the line of help. And man, the show is really good. The love story they got going in there where it's very it's like you said in the outro it's hot and cold yeah there's a little bit of will they won't they there's the return of a former lover etc yeah. etc and then there's the the drama that comes with that it i almost forgot it's also great about to see how lover. how dry she's like she's very dry very she's dry. extremely dry and to the point where you know like she would just drop some- these random little like lines like there's a bit where she's with the the dude who she's into, his former girlfriend. They're together, like her and her are together, and she makes a joke, like when she falls off her bike or something. She's like, "Are you okay?" It's like, oh, "No, worse than being deflowered." Yeah. Did you ain't have sex yet? You lied. Yeah, losing my virgin. <laughs> yeah, she's. It, it's it's really funny because she's so dry and she's also kind of a pervert. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's a lot um, of fun. And, and a lot of fun. It, it, it kind of flips the trope, you know, like. 
you don't usually get too many female characters like this one. Yeah. Um, at least not done in a in a tasteful way that is is at, that at is the very least funny. Skeevy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not overbearing. It's just funny. Yeah. Um, I really like the show a whole lot. It's I really thought it cute, was a yeah. ton of fun. I really hope it gets another season. Me too. Uh, that was Inspector. You should definitely check it out. Check out Inspector. It's a great show. Uh, let me hit you with my number five, big boy. Mine is another one that's kind of in the same a similar vein. I'll say. It's called Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Really loved it. Really great show. Uh, so Hanako-kun is sort of, it, it, this whole show, almost everything in it is uh, based around these little urban legends and mm -hmm. uh, spirits and whatnot. Real urban legends, yes. too, in Japan. Yes, uh, Hanako-kun is a real thing that, like, it's kind of like Bloody Mary or whatever, yeah. except it comes out of a toilet or whatever, uh, like the third stall and blah, 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 if you knock three times, etc., etc. All that. Um, but this one, uh, Hanako-kun, is a real thing. It's a the spirit of this young man who uh, is kind of he's like hangs out at this school and he's kind of not unlike our girl in Inspector trying to keep everything in line um, and he ends up running across uh, ends up being getting involved with this uh, human girl who's there there's all these other characters who show up and they end up going through these different areas and these different spirit realms to try and fix stuff and keep it from getting out of hand uh, there's other characters who introduce there's like more or less an evil version of Hanako-kun. Um, there's all kind of different stuff that happens. There are characters that show up and characters that die and characters that come back as ghosts and whatnot. The thing that really does it for me, it's not just that the story is cute and the world is fun. It is the art. It is very impressive. Every, I mean, and I've said this about shows before, but I don't think I've ever meant it this hard. You could take almost any frame of this show and put it on my wall, and I'd say, that's some good fucking art you got there. Yeah. Damn near every frame. It really, it kind of hits, like, this this colorized mm -hmm. manga style. Yes, it, it is definitely, like, the moving manga. There's not that much movement going on. It's, it's a lot of just, like, here's the image, here's the mouth moving, this character will walk over here. There's not that much going on, like, animation-wise, but the art is absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely some of the most beautiful. Yeah, it really sets it apart. It's self, it sets itself apart from a whole lot of other shows. Yeah, it's absolutely glorious. Um, I really, really love this show. And also, there's just these little bits they throw in. Like, you meet the, the creepy lady within the first few episodes that's like some kind of... Uh, she, she's like apparently killing people or something or trapping them in this other dimension and so they have to fix that and it turns out she's a little kitsune's a little fuck baby in real uh, once they get her out of there and there's the little uh the little bunny things that are like shapeshifters that like show yeah. up every now and then they're, and they're like you want a candy like yeah, they just, jack stuff yeah they're adorable and they're super fun and it's again it goes to like with inspector the whole thing of the perception becomes the reality because everyone's perception of minor spoilers for one of these is that there's this creature that it's going around and it's it's gonna get you and if you're not careful or if you don't say this right or if you're not carrying this thing with you then you're gonna get oh it's gonna kill you and she in, they end up the way they end up fixing it is changing the story and spreading this new rumor that yeah there's a thing following you but uh, it's not gonna hurt you, and if you give it a candy, then it'll actually be your friend or something like that kind of stuff. They just switch it up enough uh, so that the once the perception changes, the reality changes, and it's it's just very clever and very fun and yeah. very cute. I really love Toilet Bound Hanako Kun. It's a great show. If you haven't watched it, check it out. God, it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> it's very it pretty. It's it's really pretty. All right, how about your number four, big boy? My number four is a uh, is one that's going on right now. 
uh, along with a couple of my other ones. But mm-hmm. this is Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh! Uh, some people might not think that this is high enough. I just had some that personally I thought, you know, that I, yeah. I quite enjoyed. One of them that is finished, two of them that are not. But, man, Jujutsu Kaisen is so much damn fun, and it definitely has room to grow on any list. Oh, yeah. It oh, has yeah. room to, you know, become one of the all-time great shonen animes if it keeps up doing what it is doing. Uh, this anime is essentially, you know, the closest thing I can relate it to is a cross between Naruto and Yu Yu Hakusho. More or less exactly, yes. Um, it it sits within that, uh, that occult world. And, you know, mm-hmm. fighting, you know, powers of, of fighting these different demons or spirit, which are essentially born in by perception. Yes. You, you learn that. There's a theme. Yeah. <laughs> but the show itself goes so far beyond everything that it has to do. It just excels in so many other areas where the action is incredible. Yes. The animation is also incredible. The characters are incredible. The side characters are incredible. The freaking references. The constant, amazingly hilarious. Re- and that's a thing. Like Spot I've, on. I've had moments where like I'm playing a game or watching a show and they keep making references to stuff and it gets old. Yeah. See Family Guy. See Borderlands uh, to some extent. Moral Ronaldo when he's commentating in XT. God love it. I love that boy. But I don't need you to tell me everything yeah. about everything. But um, this one... Ain't got old yet. Nope. <laughs> it's no. just it's the just variation is incredible. Yes, um, it is. It is of course set in the real world, although with like all these de- uh, curses and demons and whatnot. So it's not so shocking when Homeboy makes a reference to Dragon Ball Z or Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, <laughs> or any of that. Yeah, or even movies and stuff. Movies that he's he's watched or whatever. Literally just seeing anime ass Frodo yeah. and Sam. And then another thing <laughs> it has recently done is. Now we've got to a point where, okay, I've felt all these things. Now I feel devastated. Yes. Uh, by even, they, they write a side character so damn well that I was destroyed whenever this character died. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, was hoping the whole time I was like, I hope this character sticks around. Hope I freaking around. love him. Hope you're I there freaking forever. love him. Hope you're there forever. Nope. Nope. Bye. And they do that in the course of one episode, which has such a spectrum of emotion in it. I, <laughs> yes. I'm also going to say here. Uh, this is kind of more a joke for me, but it's got a little something for everything. There's even a bit where uh, the character who appears to be the big bad for the show is fighting another character, and he's got these little shapeshifty powers, and you watch him change his feet from deer's feet so he could run faster back into human feet, and then he kind of just kicks him in front of the camera for a second. So you get your feet picks, too, if you're into that. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> He's literally wiggling his toes at the camera for a second. Yeah, it's like, it's... all right, all right. I don't know how they managed to hit... <laughs> everything in this show but they hit everything it's very fun it's a very fun show i love it i love it i cannot get enough of it i'm just gonna go ahead and skip a little bit ahead because i'm gonna tell you right now it's my number four too okay. uh the only reason it is not any higher is because it is ongoing and again as right. i said before recency bias do i just love this because it's so fresh and new i don't think so i think i really love this show yeah i really love this show Along with the the couple that are that are ongoing that are still on my list. Yeah, this last season, man, it's hard to argue that it did not freaking deliver. Yeah, m- more so than the rest of the year for the most part. Yeah. I'll say. I will say the rest of my shows are all from earlier this year. But yeah. the- I also feel like the coming the winter season coming yes. is about to be 
very strong. Oh, it's stacked. It's absolutely stacked. It's gonna be the biggest year since freaking 2018. Yeah, 2019. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna blow you all away. Uh, it's a fun time. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen was your number four. Just go ahead and skip me, baby, because it was mine too, and we already talked about it. Okay. So what do you got for numero tres? My number three. Uh, technically, this one bronze medal. This bronze medal. Bronze medal. It was a last year's anime towards the end of last year. However, we did not get it here in America until March of this year. Fuck what the Netflix said. So I did not get to watch it until March. We're counting um, it. So it would it would suck to just not be able to talk about it or put it on a list at all. We're counting it. It was actually very, very good. It, it far exceeded my expectations of what I thought it was going to be. Tell it is Beastars. Hell yeah. Um, man, for a CG show that is essentially what you would describe as furry porn, <laughs> God, dang! This. I definitely, I definitely spiked the audio. It's with that okay, one. dude. It's okay because damn it is good. It's. A I good mean, show. you straight up see one of these furry characters get banged. Yeah. But man, I loved it. It's. I loved that furry banging, dude. Jesus Christ. It you know opened my mind to a lot more things. Learn a lot about uh, Roger. <laughs> I feel like I asked you this before, but if you were if you were a furry, what's your animal? Come on. Uh, dude, I'm an otter. Yeah, I figured you would be, you giant. You're too big. It's an otter or an elephant, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. What would you be? Lion. I Lion. got all this hair. Okay. okay, okay. Come on. Yeah, you gotta be the king of the jungle, okay? Not necessarily. <laughs> I, it's the same thing I said before. I remember having this conversation. Is, is a lion a, a king of the jungle? Or it's more of a savannah creature, right? Is tiger king of the it's jungle? On, it's, on the, it's in the savannah. I mean, if you go by, uh, if you go by, uh, Wizard of Oz, if I were king... Of the forest. Mm. Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with Beastars. <laughs> we had to get fact. one tangent in, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. One. You're right, dude. Go on. Um, it's essentially a high school drama. It's but very with fun. The, with these with these characters and and is, a bit. It does get dropped pretty quick for all the other relationship stuff, but a bit of a murder mystery. Yep. It is. It's dark. It's gritty. Uh, it's touching, mm-hmm. uh, and the characters are written very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people disagreed with me whenever I said this in our, our review of it. We did review this one, uh, but I thought that it had one of the best dubs that I'd ever heard. All right. I thought it was very well done. I liked uh, it. But I watched the uh, I watched the other audio, the Japanese the original audio as well. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Lugosi is such a brooding character. Yes. He's, he's, I described him as almost a phantom of the opera esque character. But, it, which is less incel, less incel. Yeah. <laughs> which, well, yeah, but it, it was a different time. Listen, uh, if anyone out there doesn't <laughs> think the phantom of the opera is an incel, go ahead and at me, because he is and he's terrible. Oh, my God. Go on. The tangent is going to be all but over. Fuck this the phantom line. of the opera. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, I, I think, I think there's just a general, what I mean by Phantom of the Opera is not Go so much on, that. Is that everybody kind of has this he's just, he's very of dark it, but and they don't have, you know, the full context. They don't of, know him really. Yeah. Um, he's, it's more of a mysterious character. Somebody hiding mm-hmm. in the shadows or whatever. And when they get to know him, he's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Unlike the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, but he does have a very dark side, like the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the school oh, God, is bro- I know. The school is broken into herbivores and carnivores. Yes. They they all go to school together. There is a power struggle between the two because obviously carnivores eat herbivores. Mm-hmm. Um, Most of the carnivores are trying to get by with egg sandwiches and whatnot. Yeah. But sometimes 
get hungry. Sometimes you want a little bunny snack. Jack Johnny hungry. <laughs> um, and the story falls largely into you know a very human story of mm-hmm. y- your desires and stuff. Some of the the darker things that you want or whatever, not acting on it, learning how to control yourself, learning how to control your emotions, choosing your own destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much what the show follows, and it is super good. It's so well done. It far exceeded my expectations. Uh, I can't wait to to watch it again before the next season comes out, uh, which it has been announced. I do believe so. I'm I'm stoked about it. I can't wait to see where it goes. I love the characters. Uh, I love all the different dynamics between them. They all feel real for you know characters that are furries. You know they all feel very human. And it's just impressive how well they did it, and I I love the show. Mm-hmm. My fiance she watched the whole thing with me, and you know it's mm-hmm. good if she sticks through the whole thing. Yeah, uh, me me so, and my girl watched it together. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's it's just a good show. Yep, I really loved it. But uh, once again, it came out last year. But technicality, we'll, we're giving it to it. Yeah, it came here in in twenty twenty. Hey, if it, if it came out this year, it might have been even higher on the list. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, God knows. Call, but, call, uh, call it Browns. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, dude. I, I think we've tangented enough on it, and I've, I've blabbered enough. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to your number three. Let me tell you about my number three. Now, my number three uh, is another one that we did review, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's called Decadence. Oh, yeah. Decadence is a really interesting show uh, featuring... Uh, it's it, This show has a pedigree. Folks that worked on this one also worked on uh, Mob Psycho 100. Um, there was a, there's other, there, they worked on other stuff. There was a, uh, one of the art directors actually worked on something else. Need you say remember. more than Mob Psycho 100? God damn it. <laughs> uh, do you want me to look it up real quick? You son of a. No, no. What I'm saying is Mob Psycho 100 is like pedigree enough. You that show is amazing. Yeah, you don't need to say more, but point is the show is freaking rad and it's awesome. And I can't find it. I, I don't have time to look all this up. But point is, it's got a pedigree. It's rad. It's super cool. Um, this show, Decadence, is one that I don't want to talk about too much without because I'd get all spoiler. We already reviewed it, and it came out earlier this year. But I'm just going to say it It basically involves a girl named Natsumi who's living in this big-ass mobile fortress in the far-flung you know, future. There's all these weird monsters running around and whatnot, and they're in this gigantic moving fortress that, if need be, can turn into a big old punchy fist and punch a big monster. Um... There's these guys called the Gears who go out and fight, and there's other people. It's like she's living in the city. She's a human, um, and it's really wild. And it it starts out as a weird cross between like Attack on Titan and like that Mortal Engines thing that I never mm-hmm. saw. But it goes from there, from episode two on. There is such a huge twist that puts a whole new spin on everything, and it goes from being just that to this kind of like. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a weird, like, almost, almost like the Matrix and, uh, um, like a, a sword art kind of thing. It's different. It gets very different. Uh, and I don't want to say too much more without spoiling things because I want more people to watch this. And hopefully, you know, you already have. But the show is rad. The art is great. The music is good. The story is very intense. It's touching. Uh, it is action packed. It has some great fight scenes, some monster fights, some good training montages. Just everything about it really clicks for me. And I just like it a lot. Yeah. It's a great show. It's a fun show. And Decadence is 
easily uh, one of my favorite shows of the year. I mean, obviously, it's number three on my list. But yeah, man, it's just killer. And Roger's still typing up stuff, trying to find things. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I was I was looking at the the pedigree for it. I give me two seconds, and I can find exactly what I'm looking for. So uh, Yuzuru uh, Tachikawa is the director. Death Parade, Mob Psycho 100, screenwriter Hiroshi Seko, Attack on Titan, Banana Fish, and Vinland Saga. Fucking Vinland Saga. Yeah. These motherfuckers know their shit. They know how to make a good damn show. I think uh, two or three out of those five I just mentioned ended up on previous top five lists for us at yeah. Best Animes Ever So yeah. or for the year. So, yeah, the, they know their stuff. This is a great show. I liked it a lot. I will say maybe it gets a little convoluted. But overall, does, does get a little. But overall, overall, great show, great fun, really action packed and rad. I love Decadence. Please watch Decadence. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. And that uh, that's my uh, number three. That's my bronze medal. So what do you got for me uh, next up, Roger? Number for two, you, number two, you silver. I got talentless Nana there. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Boy, it's it's so hard. I can't wait till we actually can sit down and do a real review of this yeah to where we can talk about it further and There's... get more spoilery because it's hard mm-hmm. like i don't want to just drop it in this list even though we right. did we kind of did a brief thing on it i still don't want to put it here because you know people might have ruined anything yeah. yeah we um you really need to check this one out when i first mentioned it before you had watched it i said nothing i said watch talentless nana yeah because and th- this is the teensiest spoiler i'll give if you even know that there's a twist in the first episode, that's a spoiler, baby. But yeah. please check out the show if you haven't. Yeah, you really have to check it out. Um, some things that I can say about it is the way that the show, the episodes build. Mm-hmm. The, uh, all the way up to every show has an incredible climax or whatever. Mm-hmm. The shows, you know, the episodes all feel very full. You know, they are always in motion. Mm-hmm. There's no downtime at all in this show. And damn does it work yeah to really leave you on the edge of your seat to see what happens next even even if every now and then they do introduce a new character like whoa where the hell did this guy come from yeah um <laughs> they still do enough to make it work to really make you know you get an understanding of who this character is mm-hmm. a lot of the characters are just background characters but um when they get their time to shine man is it impressive the things that they can do with them and the outcomes of these characters. Mm-hmm. And then the outcome, the way that it weighs on other characters or the way they got around to doing things. It, mm-hmm. it's, it, it is very impressive. The show um, easily, easily could be my favorite of the entire year if it weren't for uh, a show that I just outright... You know, this might be my my definite pick of because I love this this property, mm-hmm. because I love this this show before whatever. We'll get to uh, that. we'll get to it. But <laughs> I mean, best new anime, best you know, no tie in or anything, no previous seasons, mm-hmm. best new for sure of of the year. I loved Talentless Nana. Very cool. I cannot recommend it enough. Please go watch Talentless Nana. And we will say it is not over yet. Yeah, it's almost over. Yeah, the, this first season, I believe, is 13 episodes. 12 are out right now. Yep. We got to talk about these, this yep. most recent one uh, when we're done recording, bud. But yeah, uh, really rad show, really fun, super, super cool. 
well-deserving of the silver. Deserving of the gold. Yeah, absolutely. But well-deserving of the silver, certainly. Uh, let me tell you about my number two, my big steaming two. Uh, my silver medal this year for uh, 2020, the year of Zozo, goes to a show that I absolutely fell in love with earlier this year and I could not shut the fuck up about. It's called My Next Life as a Villainous All Roots Lead to Doom. This, listen... I think we're all kind of tired of isekais. <laughs> and if you're not, God love you. You're doing you're doing great. If you're not tired of isekais yet, I'm a little tired of isekais. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch a single isekai all year. God, you're doing it right, baby. I watched a few because I watched at least one episode of everything. You're a master. <laughs> Except for a couple of the sequel series. There might have been one or two I left, uh, missed out on. Sorry. But, uh... My next life as a villainous all, root, all roots lead to doom is an isekai. The thing I there's a few things I really love about it though. First of all, the basic story stuff. For one, you don't watch this person die. You don't see them get stabbed in the street or die in an explosion or get hit by a car. It starts with you already in this world where she is this young girl who's very pampered and prissy and she's like the the daughter of a, a duke or something. Like it's it's kind of like old worldy. She's clearly part of the upper crust aristocracy. Um she is an absolute terror, this little girl. Uh, she's constantly, like, giving everybody shit, and she's really wild, and, uh, like, it has to be my way. She's a real Veruca Salt, if you will. I want it now, one of those. She is hanging out with a printy dude who's the son of a duke or some bullshit, uh, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely where this story's going, these two together. She bumps her head, falls, trips, bumps her head, slip, lip, bust her lip, uh... And that's when all her memories of her previous life come rushing back to her. And that's how you get into, okay, this is in fact an isekai. And here's the thing. She realizes, one, she was part of the real world, our world. Two, that the world she is currently in is one of these Atome dating sim games that she was obsessed with. And three, that she is not the main character of that game. She is not a romanceable option. She is not even a side character. She is the Billy Eyelash. She's the bad guy. Duh. And here's the thing about that game, every ending, no matter what you do, you end up with this guy, that guy, maybe you do something else, maybe you don't end up with anybody, but every single ending of this game, the villainous, who she is living as right now, it don't end good for her. Some of them she dies, some of them she's exiled. Every single one of them, it's a bad time. And so, like our boy Deku, I think I said before, she, is, she decides she's going to twist that fate and she is going to change it. And that's where the beauty of the show comes in. It's her trying to change the world that she already knows is different. Um, and it does throw some little twists at you. The, the, one of the things I really love about it, though, is that unlike most isekai, she is not overpowered. She don't really do anything. In fact, she's severely underpowered. This is a world where some characters have uh, powers based on different elements. Fire power, wind power, water power. Uh, the main character of the game, who she meets later when she ends up in high school, uh, has light power or something. But to her, her thing, Earth Power. Specifically, she can make a little bump in the ground. That's it. And in the game, the villainous uses that to mostly make you trip and embarrass you. Haha, ha, funny. That's it. That's her whole power. That's all she got. She is severely underpowered. Uh, she doesn't get through this and make friends and get through anything by being good at stuff, by being smart. She kind of just stumbles ass backwards into victory. She kind of just tries to be a good person and it's so endearing and it really it just really works it's a fun fun show super cute 
uh, she ends up essentially amassing a bisexual harem because not only do a bunch of the guys end up falling for her, a bunch of the girls end up falling for her. And it's just real fucking fun. Moreover, not only that, but you also find out that maybe she's not the only person from the real world who got isekai'd into this. Ah. Not only that, the game she played, she played it a lot. She got a bunch of different endings. She didn't see them all. There's secret characters she doesn't even know about who end up revealing themselves later. This show's rad. And if you just watched season one of it, I think it's very good. Apparently they are planning to do more and that's going to be going off book from what it's based on. And I don't know how that's going to work out, but I really love the first season of my next life as a villainous all roots lead to doom. It is easy. I mean, it's my number two of the year. It's one of the best things I watched this year. It's just really fun, really cute. The amount of times I was laughing and every now and then just like something happens. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. It's a great show. Check it out. And that's my number two. Roger, why don't you tell me about that gold medal, that prime cut, the good shit. Who would have thought my number one <laughs> is Higurashi, When They Cry, Gal. Yeah. When They Cry, New. <laughs> whatever you want to call it the newest season of when they cry um you know go check go click at any random point in the the last several videos we've released or mm -hmm. episodes that we released and you can find me gushing about this one and he why i like it show. yeah how it just falls in so close with the original and respecting it and you know not muddying the water but essentially you know it kind of does muddy the water but in the important way that it should in which the formula has been all switched around for mm -hmm. when they cry um when they cry is notoriously hard for me to explain uh but essentially you got these characters they have question arcs and then later on there will be another arc of the same event same timeline same few days playing with an answer arc it's mm -hmm. kind of like it's kind of like groundhog day yeah um and in the original show it got figured out they were able to break the cycle and go into the future. Go in, you know, figure out what the rest of their lives are going to be like. Mm -hmm. Something has happened. Now, what the studio, what the, the creators of the show did was really cool because they made it sound, it was intentional to make this sound like this was going to be a reboot or a remake of the original When They Cry. Mm -hmm. And they recreated the first episode so incredibly well to follow the first episode. But episode two reveals that this is an extension of the original mm -hmm. show. And it, something else is happening. In case anyone's wondering, I, I said earlier, I never do. I don't like doing sequels or anything on my on my like best of list. This is not this. First of all, it's your list. Yeah, totally cool. You do whatever the fuck you want. But also, as you said, this is a sequel ish reboot ish kind yeah. of thing. They purposely, you know, made it in this way in which I believe I really think that you could start watching right here mm -hmm. and still get the same effect and feelings that you could get from watching the first one okay. except now you have more polished animation you know like there are there's 13 years of of design ingenuity and polish on it um along with these characters which come from uh video games uh that were you know essentially homemade games that blew up uh it's a mystery all of it is a mystery mm. And watching them try, and after you've already, you know, essentially suffered with this char these characters, 
and seeing them getting drawn back into the loop mm. and trying to figure out what the hell has changed because it still hasn't revealed what the big, you know, what caused them to go back. Mm. What caused the um, the cycle to to continue? What is what is the missing thing that they haven't, you know, that you haven't figured out? I'm sure you could have solved it by now. I just am not smart enough to. Um, <laughs> that's that's it's it's fun because that's what when they cry is. Essentially, you could you could have solved the original pretty early on. It's like a detective Conan, yeah. but way more violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does have a whole lot of violence. Um, you see these poor ki- kids getting massacred. Do you, you dock see- points for the uh, censoring in this season? No, because that's just Funimation censoring. Yeah. It's you know the actual show itself isn't censored. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm you don't gonna, get that Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that Blu-ray. <laughs> There's special but, edition. Hell yeah. Uh, a recent update with the show or whatever. One of the characters that kind of everything clutches around. Um, this character has been going through motions in these replayed scenarios where you can see them kind of break. They're like I don't, I don't know what's going on now. Essentially, she has a whole speech. That blew my mind where she's like, you know, good luck, dude. I don't know what's happening now. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. This isn't going to end well for me, and it's probably not going to end well for you, and I know that this character's already dead. Yeah, feels, feels like we're pretty yeah. well fucked on this one. Yeah, and then this new one, you know, as it's starting to play towards the answer arcs of the final season of where they broke through, the character is seeing, okay, hey, now I kind of remember fate can be changed. We can do this. Now I have a good feeling that it is about the the whole rug is about to be jerked out from under these characters. Ooh, but boy. man, the the suspense and the excitement that this show builds, the way that they are able to uh, build these very dark real world stories into these these poor children, essentially, that you know most of them don't know that they're looping. Mm. They have no idea. And another character that has to watch this happen to a their friends over and over all these different fates little changes that, that cause different things but nothing is ever good almost and <laughs> she, the character just has to watch it and you as the viewer has to watch that it. fucking sucks dude <laughs> yeah but the way that it, it can build hope you know and the the excitement to see okay this has changed now we're gonna see what happens next mm-hmm. it's it's really world it, it, it's really cool it's like solving a math riddle or something sure um and it's the horror edge to it that they they slice in there, the slice of life, the fun stuff that that give you the misleading like this is happy go lucky. <laughs> this is so fun. Why did why has he got a bat? Oh no. Yeah. The the suspense <laughs> of knowing like who who is going to die because this season doesn't show you out front at the beginning anymore who is going to die. Yeesh. So it's it's freaking cool. Sometimes people don't die. Sometimes uh, it's just horrible stuff happens to all of them. Uh, but. Man, it's great. It's great. I, I I can't recommend it enough. You should absolutely watch it. Doesn't matter if you watch the original. Go watch the original. But <laughs> if you don't want to go through that, watch this one now because it's gonna be it's gonna be something you don't want to miss. I already I have a strong feeling it's not finished yet, but it is going to be something good. I They've won- already done it several times and they're gonna do it again. I wonder if you could call it cyclical. Because, like, I haven't watched the original series. Could uh-huh. I watch this and then have the experience you're having, go back and watch the original and be like, oh, it's different? Like, yeah. maybe not quite that level. Yeah, not quite that level. Because this is, like, because, obviously they have the... Because the... episode two gives you a, a, a big midpoint yeah. piece in the original. But, um, 
Hmm. I, I still think that hmm. it could be, you could enjoy it in any way you watch it. You might want to watch this one and be like, okay, now I'm really invested in going to see the original. Very cool. So Sorry, I keep yawning. Goodness. It's, it's great. I love it. It's my number one. It's rad. Can't recommend it enough. When Very they cry, cool. gal. Uh, Brandon, what you got for number one, dude? What you want to go on forever about? I'm, I'll try not to go on forever. I'll go on for a little bit, though. So I've talked about this on the show previously, um, briefly. Um, one of my favorite things, there's a certain level of joy I get when I sit down with my good buddy Roger and we talk about anime or video games or music because this is stuff that I know my good buddy Roger is really into. I know he has opinions. I know he knows his shit. And it's fun for me to watch someone kind of geek out. Mm-hmm. about a subject uh my girlfriend can't relate to this she loves her some disney she loves her some haunted mansion and listening to her talk about the fucking hack box ghost while i don't understand what that is is very fun for me because it's i enjoy seeing someone be passionate about something and bearing that in mind that is why not my number one anime uh of 2020 is keep your hands off Izoken. Because that's the whole fucking show, baby. Uh, A program about these three girls, one of whom is very much an outcast. She's a little goofy goblin with her bucket hat and her giant backpack. And she just loves anime and animation and cartoons. And she just wants to make cartoons. She loves to draw. She Changed her life. That's that's all she wants to do. It changed her life. It made her who she is. And the little backstories you get for each of these characters is rad. Uh, Really informs everything. Um, you've got the tall girl. If, if, if this were Ed, Ed, and Eddie, she would be the Eddie. She's on that hustle, baby. She's trying to get her money. Um, how can I, how can I monetize this? How can I turn a profit? How can I make this successful so that it makes all of us successful so we can get paid, baby? Uh, and then you've got the, you know, those two, they're kind of the outcast. They're kind of buddies. And then the new girl shows up in school who is definitely not an outcast. She has, in fact, has done some modeling work. She's a little bit famous. Everybody knows this girl. But she, not unlike our first girl, has a real passion for art and animation. She wants to make an anime. And the three of them get together. They form a little club. They're making these cartoons. And the the amount of love that goes into this fucking show, where it shows you these different kinds of animation, gives you little history lessons on animation, and shows you the you know the process by which animation is done even as they give you the slice of life stuff where they're just goofing around and hanging out and just have just living their lives uh even in the later episodes where they have to get with like someone who knows about sound and they're recording sound effects and finding music in this giant music library and getting people to make music and having to you know we don't have enough time to do all this we have to delegate this stuff they get the art club in there to because we're the animation club we need someone specifically to do these backgrounds and whatnot okay well we'll do you backgrounds for you sure blah blah etc uh, favors and or money is exchanged well this didn't come back right you did this wrong or we got to fix this all these little micromanaging things that should be horribly boring work in this show because there's so much love and passion that goes into it and i listen i can understand how someone out there listening to me right now might say Brandon, this sounds like uh, kind of a snooty anime pick because it's not, not not because of any specific thing, but because like this doesn't sound all that exciting. It sounds like it's just like kind of artsy. It is kind of artsy, and I love that shit. Yeah. Um, I've, it's 
it's just a lot of fun, man. I really love this show. It's the very in- stylistic, too. Very stylistic. The, the intro and incredible. outro are great. The animation is very fun. I mean, they and do you, did Devil Man Cry Baby, right? Yeah, and you and you can see like just the, the, the amount of work that goes into every little thing. Again, the, the backstories you get on the characters are very touching, sometimes heartbreaking at moments. Um, just, I love this fucking show. The, the closest I can describe to the feeling I get watching it is Carolyn Tuesday. When you're watching them writing that song. Yeah, when they're noodling. Yeah, when you can really see the process of how it's coming together and how they're coming up with lyrics and figuring out the music and the notes and everything. Take that, stretch it out, and make it about cartoons. Yep. You've essentially got Keep Your Hands Off, Izokin. And it's such a fun show. It's such a cute show. Easily my favorite this year. Uh, and still has like some fun, funny moments, like when uh, Homegirl's trying to keep everybody on task because we have a fucking deadline, and they're like, oh shit, a tanuki, and they're like chasing a raccoon dog or whatever, or uh, just because they can't fucking focus, they got the ADD or something, or the bits where she's trying to uh, do promotion stuff, and she's like, you know, we got to post about this song, we, I, I made a Twitter page so we can get the word out, and she's like, eh, you're just messing around on social media, she just turns around and screams, there is nothing fun about social media. It, there really is. <laughs> As somebody who has to do social media for their job, <laughs> how it got delegated to me, I don't know. But it's, it's a lot of I fun. do as little as I possibly can of it because I don't get paid for it. Yeah. And you should get paid for it. You really should. But yeah, man, this is its just a fun show. It's a great show. It is a somehow managed to be educational. You, it's a slice of life slash uh, hobby show that has more heart and passion than any other hot slice of life ho- hobby show I've seen. And that's why it's my number one. Yeah. Keep your hands it's off eyes good. open. It's a cute show. Great, great show. Yep. And I think that about does it. How we feeling? Yeah, I feel good, dude. Brings good? Us, brings us to our official list there of 2020. We did it, kids. We did. Um, we're going to have... Uh, I think we're about to ready to bust out of this one. Yep. But we're going to have... Uh, I don't know if we're going to actually review anything or if we're just going to have a big... We're going to have an end-of-the-year ramble. Is that the plan? I think that's the plan. I think that's the plan. We're going to we're gonna hook up, link up, and at some point, uh, you know, either just before or just after the new year, probably just after the new year, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to throw up just... We're just going to sit down and do what we do best, and that's talk bullshit. Yep. About nothing and everything. Yeah, could be twenty minutes, could be two hours. I don't know how long we're. There's no go damn time. I'm probably gonna bring over some liquor and have me a drink or two. Uh, we're uh, we I do we do so last year we did a thing where we did like our we took each of our little categories for the review and we did like okay art and animation what show had the best art and animation this year this and that different things I had my little goofy categories I might think of some of those and we'll throw them in um just to have something else to talk about but we're gonna we got another episode coming to you um as we always do whether it's this week next week or the week yeah. after it's on the way baby yeah and how this will be broken up for youtube i'm pretty sure this all go out as one episode for the podcast for the audio sites mm-hmm. i'll probably break it apart for youtube uh the youtube for to make it smoother i might record like some some pre-intros or whatever to to Put in front of the episodes that are in between the first, uh, what would we do first, the OPs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Openings. So, I, you know, just to kind of smooth it out, I might do a little pre-recorded outro, intro or whatever, and then uh, we'll chop it all together and try to make it sound as nice as we can for you. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we all mix it on up. Editing. Yeah. The editing. The editing. 
All right. But for now, let's bust on out of here. We're ready to hit the plugs and beat it. Yeah, man. All right, man. So uh, from all of us here at the Good Buddies Universe, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to tell us about your favorite things this season, your favorite openings, your favorite endings, your favorite shows, period, tell me why I'm wrong about everything. That's fine. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it. It'll be great. Uh, but if you want to do that, there's a number of ways to do it. Probably the easiest one is on Rapid Kick Media. Leave us a comment. And while you're at it, go ahead and like and subscribe. Ring that bell so we can ding your dong, etc., etc. Get you some notifications. Uh, but apart from that, we also do have the email. That is thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. We have the Twitter page, TGB underscore AnimePod. We have the Facebook group, The Good Buddies Universe on Facebook. And we have the dead and zombified Tumblr, thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com. And yes, they all have different names. You'll find it. I trust you. The easy answer is just search for The Good Buddies Anime Podcast or mm-hmm. Anime Review pretty much anywhere. Pretty much anywhere you see The Good Buddies, that's probably us, unless it's those two juggalos on Spotify who have like one song that's a feature. And I think there's also. Hey, we an are on Spotify though. And we only have seven followers so far. So you guys yeah. need to get on it if you got Spotify. Yeah, if you got the spoofy, check us out. Um, it's a lot of fun. They did. There was a thing where I think you changed the art for all the episodes, and it re-uploaded everything, and I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, did it on Spotify? It said, it said, it was on Spotify and on my other podcast app. They all popped in, was like, 107 new episodes. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. Point is, it's done now, so check it out. Get on in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it didn't, like, re-upload them twice. It, like, I think it just refreshed them. So, like, I had marked out everything I had listened to so I could easily find it, and now it's saying oh, okay. I haven't listened to any of them, but it's whatever. doesn't really matter. Point is, we're on Spotify. You can also find our audio podcast pretty much anywhere you find audio podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Podbean. I use Podcast Addict, Stitcher. Uh, we're on all the things because podcast.com just kind of does it for us. Thanks, podcast.com. We do, of course, want to give a shout-out to uh, Married with Sea Monsters, a.k.a. the Mary Janes, for use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. Now, that band don't exist no more but you can still find a lot of their music on the spoofy however that track our opening track paper doll as well as so many other hot fire tracks are only available on marriedwithcmonsters.bandcamp.com check it out download some tracks it's a lot of good stuff again i'm partial to murder face that's one of my personal favorites Mm -hmm. great great music thank you so much married with sea monsters aka the mary janes we also want to give a shout out to our good buddy haas for the closing theme on the uh youtube portion of the shows uh that is the buddy's good you can find haas at thomas tastes better on instagram all one word of course and you can also find haas at dungeon witch on youtube and i say that with a fun accent every time it's dungeon witch if you couldn't understand me dungeon witch on youtube thanks a lot haas felt uh, like dungeon dungeon witch like a like a not a sandwich not a dungeon sandwich a dungeon cackly uh green i'm melting i'm melting witch all right dungeon witch maybe one of the one of the witches of the traveling variety oh god i man we'll talk about that later (laughs) anyway uh we also want to give a shout out of course to our good buddy a petty theft Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is. I ran out of breath at the, you ran the end, out of so breath I, had to, at I, had to, I had to make a noise on the inhale, you know. Well, that is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Papetti theft for the use of our closing theme song on the uh, podcast show. Uh, that is, of course, we're still calling it Sweet Anime Dreams. You can find Papetti theft 
on uh, on Twitter and on SoundCloud at Papetti Theft. Two P's, two T's, Papetti Theft. Thank you so very much. Papetti Theft. And I think that about does it. Roger, you got one for us? Yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, y'all, it's been a hell of a year. Uh, 2020 can go fuck itself. Yeah. Uh, eat my dick, Zozo. And thank you so much for joining us, though. Uh, you out there listening, y'all, y'all the real ones. And so, from all of us here at the Good Buddies Anime Podcast, Anime Review, Anime Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Yeah. From your good buddies. From your good buddies. Thank you. All, all this stuff. Love you. Love you.